0: Because we have about six of them or five. So one minute. So anything you want to say, just go straight to the point.
1: Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, last Tuesday mommy took us through Isaiah sixty five. I think Isaiah sixty five talks about God's judgment and salvation. So you say talk of God's judgment, you're talking of um, some of the people, take for example the Israelites, who were deep in idol worship and because of that God said it was going to judge them. But all that's that stuff were faithful serving the law God talks about rewarding them so I just want to quickly touch on specific um, verses, Chap- verse 10 says uh, just quickly touch on verse 10 I, mean, I know my time is going <laughs> verse 10 talks about "Yes, yeah, says Sharon will become a pasture for flocks and a valley of anchor a resting place for heads for my people who seek me so God is our resting place when we seek him And if we look at um, verse 17, it talks about God making a new heaven and a new earth. It says, see, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. So it says, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. We sort of tally with the scripture for this month so we should mm. aim to serve god with all of our heart and when you do that god will surely bless us in jesus holy name amen, amen.
2: praise the lord
1: Hallelujah.
2: and the all of Isaiah 65 make reference to two different people which is those who serve the lord and those who did not and um, from verses 1 to about eight roundabouts, about it talks about the those who did not serve the lord and all their wicked works and all their wicked ways and it also make a distinction between those who serve the lord and do not serve the lord in verse 13 and i liken that to malachi chapter 3 verse 18 where god says that he will make a distinction between the righteous and the wicked and those who serve the Lord and to, to, to those who do not. And so for those of us who have been serving the Lord and we feel that we are just serving the Lord, there seems, it seems as if God is forgotten about us. It seems as if the blessing that God says in his word is not coming our way. It is an assurance to us that God has not forgotten. Because he said in that verse 13 that my servant will eat, but the wicked will go hungry. And he also said my servant will drink. For the wicked will go thirsty. And there's so many blessings that God listed there. Part of the blessing that we come for those who serve the Lord, He says that we will build houses and we'll live in it. We'll plant vineyards and we'll eat of the fruit thereof. So, God, there is a distinction between those who serve the Lord and those who do not. So, it's just an encouragement for us that let's keep on serving God. Serving God is being conscious of God. Is serving, serving God is doing the things that pleases Him so that when He comes, we'll reign with Him. The Lord give us that such grace to endure to the end in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. The next person? Number three.
3: Praise the Lord my contribution is taken from Isaiah 65 verse 8 which reads this is what the Lord says as when juice is still found in a cluster of grapes and people say don't destroy it there is still a blessing in it so I will do on behalf of my servants I will not destroy them all in this verse the nation is compared to a cluster of grapes which is so rotten that only the little bit of juice in a few grapes keeps the whole bunch from being destroyed The juice in the few grapes, which is the remnant, is the new wine that should not be destroyed. Because of this little good, God will not destroy them all. As when men are about to cut down a vine or pluck it up, even if just a single good cluster of grapes is observed, it's enough to save the whole vine. The owner of the vine, seeing it, says to his servant, Spare the vine and do not cut it down. Do not cut off the whole branch, and for there is still some life in it. So God will do for the sake of his servants. As he spared Noah in the flood, and Lot at the burning of Solomon, and Joshua and Caleb, even though the rest of those died in the wilderness, so God spares the whole world for the sake of righteous ones, such as our very own apostle Mamiyama. However, we must make sure we do not take God's grace and mercy for granted, because there will come a time where the farmer, plucks the good grapes out for his harvest, and the rotten ones will be thrown into the fire. In our everyday lives, we must continue to pray that we come into the category of the good sweet grapes and not the rotten. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together.
0: (laughs) I will be among the category of these ripe sweet grapes. Hallelujah. I will not be thrown into the fire. I can talk about myself. I don't know about you. And it all has to do with your lifestyle as well. If your lifestyle is rotting, you become that rotting grapes. You know, this is very deep. Let's put our hands together again. I really listening when I'm teaching. For God is merciful. I gave you reference to that from um, Matthew 13, 36 to 45. For adventure, you did not write it down. What's going to happen to the rotting grapes? when Jesus will come? We select them. Make sure that you live a good lifestyle and don't live a rotten lifestyle.
4: Jesus is coming to select. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God through prophet Isaiah mentioned the reasons why he had afflicted the Israelites, which you can see in verses 2 to 7, and which has been mentioned by my colleagues. Meanwhile, God is also encouraging the devout and God-fearing among them to look forward to great future prosperity and safety. And this is applicable to us as well, as we are all God's people, and he's referring this to us. Um, I'll just quickly jump to the lessons I learned. God loves us. We should not walk out of his kingdom. The fact that he has saved and loved us does not mean that we should continue to sin or walk in sins or be disobedient like the Israelites were. God does not change. He's still the same God forever. And he's not unjust in his dealings with us as well. So we should not have that sentiment of forever saved, or that since we have been saved, we will definitely go to heaven. We have to walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. Though we want the blessings of salvation to be extended to others as well, but we do not want God to reject us as it is referred. So we should endeavor to always walk in holiness and righteousness, and we should bring to remembrance that the wicked will not go unpunished, as Exodus 23 says, advises us. So we should not follow the crowd to do wrong. So we should desist from wickedness and evils, because we can see all that happened to the Israelites. Because God, through prophet Isaiah, described punishments that are with the wicked, as we can see this in Isaiah 65, verses 11 to 16. Wicked people will be cut off from the righteous. As mommy told us in conclusion, may we do that which are right because these are the types of people God will create a new heart for and may we be among the remnants and be true people of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ amen
0: let's put our hands together for sister may we not be destined for the sword
5: um, Isaiah 65 verses 1 to 5 God reveals himself to the Israelites and they were found by him, despite the fact that they never inquired of him nor sought him. God continued to stretch out his hands towards them, but consistently they rejected him and continued to pursue worthless idols and sacrifices to worthless idols are spoken about in isaiah forty nine nine The above scripture is consistent with the book of john fifteen sixteen for you did not chose, choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. God has chosen us because he loves us. Despite our constant rejection, God is patient. He is kind. He does not keep record of our wrongs. When we turn to him, he forgets our sins and does not count them against us. Hebrews 4, 7 to 8. However, there come a time where sin is powered up to heaven and God remembers the crime. Revelations 18:5. And for this reason, in verses six and seven of isaiah 65 god was going to punish them not just for their sins but for the sins of their ancestors god declares that he will not destroy them all but preserve the remnant of jacob and judah in our day god is looking for those who will seek him um, as spoken about in jeremiah 29:13, 13 and will be found by him when we seek him with all of our hearts
0: let's put our hands together Is that all? Yes. Thank God that you shouted today, because if uh, you will not shout and then you become a bit mad, I said, I was raising my hand. You he didn't see me, so you must shout like uh, uh, Baptimus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
6: Yeah. Uh, my taking is coming from um, chapter three of um, Isaiah 55, um, which talks verse about three. verse three. three. And um, it says, um, a people who continually provoke me to my very face, offering sacrifice in guarding and bringing incense on altars of bricks. Um, It just occurred to me that even though in our circumstance, sometimes we might not know, we also provoke God in our attitude, um, in our behaviors. um, Because in the book of Psalm um, 78, verse 40 says, how often they rebel against him. In the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. So even in our circumstances and tribulation, we do provoke God. And I pray that the Lord Almighty will reveal areas of our life that we're using to provoke God unknowingly, because there are parts of the Bible that says that. When we provoke God, God is going to spit us out because God doesn't want us to sin against him. The same way, if you look at Psalm um, 78, verse 10, that says, they did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. So again, when we don't walk in obedience, we do provoke God um, in our sinning. So I pray that the Lord will help us to walk upright and in truth and in spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to go back home and look at that uh, description of God's own children, God's own people. He called them obstinate people who walk in ways not good. That's verse 2. Say, all day long, I have held out my hands. And this is what I can see God doing for people that are obstinate, who walk in ways not good. Started talking about their characteristics. I want you to underline them. Who pursue their own imagination despite all the teaching, despite everything that God is saying, you just want to go your own way. May the Lord help us. Amen. A people who continually provoke me, they will not provoke God. Amen. So, my own very face. <laughs> You will see part of the people who provoke God. Do you know that if you provoke your fellow sister, your fellow brother, you are provoking God? May God grant us that understanding. Amen. We are going to see it in that uh, 66. Continually provoking God. Somebody that is living right, doing the will of God and everything. You just hate that person. You don't know that you are provoking God. Then you come and lift up... Uh, uh, stay, a hand of a uh, stainful hands, you know, but your prayer will never be answered because God fights for His people. Let, especially those of us that are coming to this Bible study, let us make the Word of God a reality in our lives. When the Word of God becomes something in our lives, then nothing can move you anymore. Amen. People who continually pro- provoke God. There are people that have set idols in their hearts. I am not uh, Jeroboam, no. People that set idols for other people to be following. And then people look at you and they say, if they can allow this one, I will do that. May the Lord destroy all the idols Amen. that we focus on today. Idol of pride. Say, honor your father and your mother so that you can live long. Who said that as far as i'm concerned people that are in the household of faith that are your leaders they are your father and your no it's not my mom <coughs> do you know that you are provoking god by doing that that's not my mom i can't call her mom is that you to no Who wants to kill you you provoke god or what the bible says, do not steal you read it several times. God is the proud and give grace to the humble. As far as I'm concerned, that's their own. God is uh, love. God will not, you know. <laughs> but God will just be looking at you. You are provoking Him. May we, not, may we not be obstinate people that have obstinate, that want to walk in the way not good. If they are doing bad things, that is where that person wants to go. May that not be a portion. Amen. Who eat the, the flesh of pigs? Dirty habits. Do you know you eat the uh, flesh of pigs? Sexual immorality All these things that you call Pig. Things that identify with pig is dirtiness. Let us take all this to heart. He says, "Some people are smoke in my noseries Ha! Look at the way God described them. A fire that keeps burning all day. There will not be smoke in God's noseries Causing God aches and pains, he says, "See, it stands written before me. I will not keep silent, but will pay back in full. I will pay it back into their uh, laps. Put your sins and the sins of your ancestors," says the Lord, "because they burn sacrifices on the mountains and defile me on the hills." I will measure into their lives the full payment for their former deeds. May we not be rewarded for the full payment. Then he went to talk about these rotting grapes. I love the way he actually put it. May we not be rotting grapes. They cannot use us for nothing. But God said, don't worry. I'll put my spirit there and something will be done. God is still managing. Us, in, our, in, in our lifestyle, I reference that uh, number one. I reveal myself to those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. These are the people that try to. Where the, where, a lot of us are guilty of this. The Bible study that Apostle said which we should be reading. Really some are really taking it seriously and they are reading it. Some of us, and I don't have time. I'm guilty as well. So if you are guilty, better join me and let's go and pray. No, I won't say I don't have time. I'm begging God to help me. Laziness. Are you listening to me? When apostles start to ask us, what, what, what is the Bible thing today? If you ask something, you don't know. Because you are taking it carelessly. If they say one million is going to be given to people that study the Bible, you will see everybody. And I look at it. I reveal myself to those who did not ask for me. God wants us to ask for him, read the Bible every day, study with him, do everything, or you just take it carelessly. To a nation that did not call on my name. I said, here I am. Here am I. All day long, I held out my hands to an obstinate people. It will not be that as uh, the Lord has described there in Jesus' name. Now that takes us to. For, but for those people that are faithful, God calls them His servants. And my sister has told us again how He distinguish them between those who serve God and those who, serve, those who are doing ugly things and not serving God. People that are playing church, they will not play church. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's night VG. And they will say, I will, One of the people that I pray. And the 67 prayer. Just want to come and show up that You do know that you're obedient servants. But inside you, You are disobedient servant. The Bible calls you obstinate. But He promised a new heaven for those people who live right, who do uh, good things in Jesus' name. You know, we begin to leave that new heaven from us here. Begin to leave it from us here. So the former thing will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. May we be a delight and a joy in the name of Jesus. i try to bring some of this to our knowledge again so that I can be able to know what we did last week. For those people that are faithful, they will build houses and they dwell in it. God forbid we are running elder skelter making money and everything buy the house then the person is no more may that not be your portion for god's word for us if you are willing and obedient we eat the best of the land they'll be able to plant vineyards and we eat the fruits of the vineyards many people walk 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 walk. thank god i'm speaking to africa uh, Jean here go home build house there the house you will never leave walk 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 here the only thing that you do you are buying and building and doing. You never enjoy what you are doing. Never enjoy life. May God grant us understanding. <laughs> because the word of God is made clear to us. If we follow God, He will follow us. But if we refuse to follow Him, He began to talk from that verse 20 to 25. When Christ will come to rule the world, what He will finally do? We destroy sin. We destroy bad lifestyles and uh, things will become normal again. In Jesus' name. Amen. That takes us again to Judgment and Hopes, chapter 66. And we end the book of Isaiah today. Amen. Amen. We have finished it. Uh, let's clap. Yes. <laughs> Some people are just in living. They go to church. They can't finish a whole book. But here you are, you have you you finished the book of Isaiah. They, they, won't do, they don't even know where Genesis is. They can quote ministers from the television and everything. Oh, the word of God says something. What is it again? You, you explained it to me the other day. They don't know. They don't have a clue. But here you are, reading the word of God, having understood understand the word of God, fearing God. Because the more of the word of God that you read, the more the fear of God comes into you. You not want to sin at all. Even when you sin, you just want to beg God. Even when you don't even, you don't even know whether you have sinned, you beg God, God, forgive me. That's the heart that fears God. And He came here to talk to you about the judgment and the hope. He said, "This is what the Lord says: Heaven is my throne; heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. I have my space. I have my space everywhere." God is everywhere, Amen. If God decides to dwell in your in your life now, you, you, God, God is in heaven there, you know we used to sing a song. Heaven is in my heart. Oh, 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 heaven is in my heart. Da 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 da, da, da. Heaven is in my heart. Mm-hmm. 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 You quite have to sing all these songs. Yeah, heaven is in my heart. Oh, heaven is in my heart. Oh, 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 oh. heaven is in my heart. So when we read these scriptures like this, it said, heaven is my throne. When you allow Jesus to dwell in your life, when you allow Jesus to be enthroned in your heart, your heart becomes heaven. Then your heart will not be wicked like Psalm 64 talks about heart of man is wicked. A lot of people are driven God from their heart. So God is not reigning at all. They pretend to be Christian, but Jesus is not there. But anyone that allowed Jesus to sit enthroned. You know, we sing that song, Jesus, be enthroned. Because if your heart is so wicked, there is no way you can be enthroned. God said here, this is what the Lord says, heaven is my throne. So, if you allow your heart, you allow Jesus to come into your heart, your heart becomes the throne of God, God becomes your director, then He'll be able to direct you in everything that you do. And the earth is my footstool. So, God is seated in heaven. And He's given us that opportunity, even though we're on earth here, if we sit with Him in heavenly places, then then you'll be in heaven. If you live on earth here and you don't see yourself seated by Jesus in heaven, then you'll be on earth. He said, as far as earth is concerned, the heart is my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? A lot of people build house for the Lord. Like Solomon that built house that David could not build. He said in my lifetime, it's you, Solomon, that will build it. But the same house that Solomon built, God is saying that look, even if you build a house and you didn't build it wisely, you do wrong thing to build house for me. He said I will never live there. And the Bible said to us that our body is a temple of the living God. If our body is a temple of the living God, then God wants to be enthroned there. But a lot of people say it from our mouth, but our heart in our heart god cannot be enthroned if you look at the book of second chronicles chapter 6 verse 18 he talks about heaven being god's throne the book of acts chapter 7 verse 49 to 50 when stephen was being interrupted he spoke about the the, the heaven being god's throne Anyone that wants to be seated with God must be in heaven. We can be living on earth here, but when you live on earth, you don't behave like the world behaves. You don't see yourself like the world. That's why if you see yourself as the world, then you become the obstinate that the Bible is talking about. All the characteristics that he spoke about in verse 65. If you do not see yourself being seated with Him in heavenly places, then you'll be misbehaving. Then you'll be like the rotting grace. Then you'll be obstinate. Then you'll be doing things that will provoke God all the time. You know, I see some reference to that uh, um, Psalm 78. He talked about the wilderness experience. How they followed God, but yet, he said, Can God? God had did so great miracle cool of the Red Sea. If you read that, I preach a powerful message from that, from, from that Psalm 78. He said, can God, look at the miracle of you, even you being in this world. Then you're still asking, hey, can God make, can God make uh, water to flow? Can God see, make, give us water to drink in the wilderness? They were asking God questions. A lot of people, because of little things that they go through, they forget that Jesus is enthroned in their lives. And they begin to ask questions. And they will provoke God. He's mentioned it in that scripture. Say, My people provoke me. They will not provoke God in Jesus' name. Amen. But it comes to make us to realize that, look, heaven is my throne. If you make, if you build a house for me, and you let me be enthroned in this place, then I'll be enthroned there. But if you build a house for me, and then you are misbehaving. If you build your life, and let me come into your life to stay, I will shape on your life. But when you refuse to go on your own way, there is no way that my, I can everyone can be my uh, your your life can be uh, 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 I can be enthroned in your life. Say so where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? God wants us to build a house. He wants us to give Him a room in our lives so that He can stay. But a lot of people, because of our character, there is no way God can be enthroned. The songwriter writer said, Jesus, be enthroned. We proclaim you are king. If you want God to be your king or my king, then we let him be enthroned in our lives. Then we don't do anything to scare him to go away from our lives. May he be enthroned in our lives tonight. God needs a resting place. Has not my hand made all these things? And so they came into being. I'm the one that created all this. I'm the one that gives you life. I'm the one that created you, made you in my own image. But for you to allow me to stay is a problem. We begin to do those piggy or pig's lifestyle we live. So God cannot be enthroned. He wants us to build our life so that he can stay there. said, so there, uh, there are the ones I look on. These are the ones I look on, on with favor when you build jesus when you make jesus the king of your life god looks at you with favor those who are humble and contrite in spirit people that are not arrogant humble humility god resists the proud and gives grace to the humble sometimes to humble ourselves is serious when God said, "He give grace to the humble," I'm not proud. I'm not proud. But in your attitude, in your way of life, in respecting people, you are so proud to the nose that your pride can be seen in your nose. You pretend, but God searches the heart. Said the ones that He look with favor are those people that are humble. And contrite in spirit those who that are not arrogant I'm not arrogant how do you know that you are not arrogant you know I was telling somebody with uh, African culture when people address people in Africa so they say ma even when they are older or like we're two sellers hello ma how are you ma it's not that you know he's just part of us I noticed this when my niece Anytime I want to talk to my sister, I couldn't get my sister. I'll test my niece When my niece will, yes, ma. I, I say this, ma, 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 ma. But that is the training. Let's train our children to say ma. Let's train them to say sir. Let's train them to to, to to respect, so that the favor of God can be upon their lives and can be upon our lives too. Let's help our husband. When you start to see those little mistakes, those big pompous that did you, let's help them. Read the Word of God. When you make the Word of God a standard and you know the Word of God, it will be difficult to go against it. May the Lord help us. Amen. God wants to look with favor on us. Why did God not look with favor on uh, uh, this person's giving? Um, Abel and Cain. Cain was not given because of pride. He has that little arrogance. Yes, this is what I can give God. No, but the other person came and God had favor. May God have favor upon our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. When you read words like, "Declares the Lord. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit, not arrogant. And those who tremble at my word. Do you tremble at the word of God? Then it will work for you. When the word of God said don't touch, you don't touch. When the word of God said do this, you'll be able to do it. But because a lot of us are not reading the Bible, God is looking for people that tremble at how do you tremble at the word of God? You see, we get the Bible and we are shaking. That's not the way to tremble. What is the word of God saying? And how will I bring it to pass in my life? How will I relate it to my children? You know, because he said in Deuteronomy chapter 6, he said you should teach it to yourself, to your children, and your children's children. So three generations. Then your generation is fearing God. You know, I love that Psalm 24. He talks of generation of those who seek. May we be in that generation. Do you know that we are all in that generation? That's why we are here. To tremble at the word of God. Learning the word of God so that we can know what to do. Taking time to know God. Taking time to love God. I want you to keep that word in that verse. Two. He said, these are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are what? Humble. I want us to humble ourselves tonight. Don't see yourself to know. This is my duty. This is what I am to do. See yourself as the boss everywhere. Let's respect one another. Amen. Even these young children, let's respect them. As this boy is there, I can carry the computer. It's not because of age or anything. If you know the word of God, you will take the computer. Oh, I love your computer. You do that just to help them. People are going up there to go and sing. All these young ones. They carry their gifts or something like that. People should just have that respect for them. They are going to work for God. You carry them. You understand? That's somebody that's humble. You won't see them that they are small. When you see adults, you must serve them. My Father in Lord teach us something. He said when you respect adults, all these little ones that Jesus loves, He said it takes you places. It takes you places. Let me encourage you tonight. God demands that we all humble ourselves and have a and contract in spirit, not arrogance. Some of us, devil put arrogance in us and say, no, my position. You didn't bring position to this world. It's God that makes position. When God puts you in that position, make sure that you don't mess it up. That's why we are in this Bible study. Say, but whoever sacrificed a bull, you know, sometimes the reason why we don't tremble at the word of God is because we have an idol. When the word of God talks about dressing, you say, No, what I'm wearing, she doesn't like it, that's her business. No, let's follow the word of God now. When the word of God talks about respect, you want to respect. Like I, we are talking about, somebody, eh, she was rude to me too. She should say sorry. She should say sorry. All you young ones that are in this London. And they are telling you that no. She was rude to me. She has to say, no, 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 no. You must. My parents in law taught me to know how to say sorry even when I'm right. Write it down today. You say sorry even when you are right. Then you have a contrite spirit. Humble. You know you are right. This person did wrong. You still say sorry. May the Lord help us. Amen. Husband and wife in the house. No. No. He has to say sorry to me first. So we are looking at somebody to say sorry first. Before you know it, Satan has come into your, into your midst. You are turning your back now. Nobody is facing anybody again. Because somebody don't want to say Sorry. May we humble ourselves. Amen. Say, but whoever sacrificed a bull, how do we sacrifice bull? How do we get ourselves into idolatry? Because we have allowed an altar to be over us. The word of God is no more meaningful. I taught you during the time of convention what Josiah did. He broke all the altars. Amen? Amen. Because of his humility as a king what did he do he looked for somebody that knows the word of god he's not coming to read bible or showing off that is what makes you know the word of god you see these little ones they know the word of god amen, amen. and they are doing it not to please anybody they are just doing it because it but to people that are just arrived <laughs> they give you microphone they won't teach you teach us what you don't even want to hear that's why before I give anybody my microphone, me, I'm walking by the Spirit. I'm not looking at somebody that is coming to show up here. Because I can read your Spirit that you want to show up. I can read it. I can be here. That I don't even minister. I don't do anything. You understand? And if it's you that God is saying you minister, minister, then I can, I can be happy with you. And it will talk sense. Somebody will come and say, ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be the one to give my good. They are not giving to me. Maybe you go and be praying, praying your head out, so that they will give you a microphone. <laughs> because God is showing it to me, you understand what I'm saying? And they don't give you a the microphone, then you get upset. I know people that is like, ah, why? They have ordained us, why? They did ordain you to be giving the microphone. They ordain you to win souls. Amen? Amen? So let some of us hear this. That is what he's saying here. They did ordain you to be giving a microphone to come and show off. That's why, you see, I always tell people I'm in my first-class position. God has ordained me as a minister, and He put me in first-class. I'm ready to sit in my first-class and be praying along with anybody that... But some people, you don't give their microphone, is a problem. Your ordination is not for microphone. If I like, I can give this young man a microphone. I know he has the stuff, and he can speak that stuff. And I want to hear every minute, every second. I want to learn under the feet of Jesus, because I know that... He has allowed Jesus to be enthroned. Amen. And Jesus is the one talking, he's not this young man. If you get it wrong, you can be looking at him. And envy him, allow all these things to come up. Then he becomes an idol. You start to envy some people. May the Lord break all the idols. Amen. See, there is this wrong writer. I only understand. You would look for the English version for me. He says, That is, break all the idols that dwell inside our hearts. Break them. Idol of pride. Idol of two know. Idol of me first. Idol of I have to be there. They must know me. All these are idols. Amen. The only person that God says here, He said, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, not arrogant, I put that word there, and who tremble at my word. When you tremble at the word of God, it will be difficult to sin. It will be difficult. It will be difficult. You, ca- you cannot sin and then be feeling, you know, no, 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 no. It is difficult. You can't even do it. I want to tremble at the word of God. I don't want to be sinning all the time. May the Lord help us. Amen. But whoever sacrifices a bull, you might, you might be thinking we are going to bring an animal and come and kill him for the blood to stain the carpet. That's not, that's not what I'm talking. Sacrificing a bull means that you are going out of God's own way and doing your own things. If they say this is not the way, they say walk on the narrow road. Don't go on the broad one. The broad one that people are sinning don't wear this skirt. Because somebody wear that skirt, you too want to wear it. Then we are seeing all your pants. It's a style. And the industry are no more sewing it. That's why, right. No, no, no. The industry are sewing good, good clothes. They are sewing good clothes out there. Because of this, a lot of children have become disobedient to their parents. They are doing what they like. Peer pressure. One of the culture of this nation is that you just carry yourself, one or two, three of you, you say you are going on flight. Even if your parents are not happy about it, you just say, no, 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 no. No! It's part of idol. You just carry your friends and then you are doing your own thing. You are still under the authority of your parents. By the time you know more than them, then there is a problem. We must learn under the authority that God has given to us. The man of God in the house is our authority. Our husbands at home, their authority. The day you start to disobey and you are listening to friends on how to run your home, you you brought you brought an idol. May God help us. Amen. Say, but whoever sacrifices a bull, it's like one who kills a person. Do you see how difficult it is? You be like a murderer. He will not be a murderer. <laughs> and whoever offers a lamb, is like one who breaks a dog's neck. Whoever makes a great offering, is like one who presents pig's blood. And whoever burns memorial incense, is like one who worships an idol. They have chosen their own way. This, All this section is referring to idol worshippers. This is what they do. And all the bad attitudes represent idol worshiping. Sexual immorality is part of it. Lying is part of it. There are all these things that are represented. It's like one who worship an idol. We don't want to worship idols. Amen. Disobedience to parents, you are like an idol worshipper. They have chosen their own ways and they delight in their abominations. Chosen their own ways. I want you to underline it. Because this has to do with both grown up and children. Parents are talking, you don't want to listen anymore. You have made up your mind, you have made up your mind. May you come back to your senses in the name of Jesus. Amen. In that book of Luke, chapter 15, he said, when the prodigal son came back to his senses, came back to his senses, sometimes we allow... All this pride and everything, may we come back to our senses in Jesus' name. He decided to go and apologize to his father. God is calling many people. Because that parable is to make some of us to realize. As individuals that have been rude to our parents, we must go back to them and beg them. People that have lived a bad lifestyle and you demonstrated a bad lifestyle before, uh, that you're supposed to be a godly person, but you have been living ungodly life. People that are cheating on others, take advantage of people's weaknesses, you become an idol worshiper. He says, So I will choose harsh treatment for them. People that delight in the abomination, they do things that God doesn't like. He says, So I will also choose harsh treatment for them and will bring on them what they dread. May that not be a portion? <laughs> for when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, no one listened. They did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. May we not choose what disple- displeases God. Say, so here's the word of the Lord. Who, you who tremble at his word. I want you to underline tremble. If there is nothing that you get out of here today, the word of God must be unique. You see the respect the king Josiah gave to the Word of God. When they found the Word of God, he's a king to cry it out loud. Doesn't need anybody. But people don't the Word of God somewhere. Under rebels. Like today, a lot of us, we don't. The Bible is not. Thank God for iPad. Thank God for computer. But sometimes, the Word of God that we carry everywhere. We get distracted where you are reading the Word of God from God. I'm not saying that you should not. But when you are reading the Word of God, they bring some things that distract you. But nothing will distract yourself. You want to distract yourself. So people have dumped the Word of God. People don't even carry Bible to church anymore. It's only the telephone, Thank God. That's why the people are losing their telephones. God loves you. We lose that telephone because you have taken it like. Yes, I'm talking by the Spirit. You don't carry the word of God again. You put the word of God on your shelf. Some put it under their pillow. That was what happened to the word of God. And they were able to find the word of God out of the uh, uh, rubbles. When they found the word of God, the king did not let pride take him over. He knew somebody that could explain what they are reading and they do understand. You know, I said something to me. We have to humble ourselves. I have to take you to go to see these young ones and say, please teach me. Since I'm, I don't understand it very well. You might be a Methuselah. You need to be taught the word of God. If there is nothing you gain here tonight, taking the word of God seriously. you have gained that. So Josiah was able to send to a prophetess. He admired the gifting of God in a woman. Some will say, I ah, is a woman. They wouldn't even go to the woman. What can he teach us But we've forgotten that people, God is raising holders today. God is raising uh, uh, Deborah today. God is raising more great women of God that have the unction to explain the word. You might have known it, but the way God wants to explain it to them is different. So this king humbled himself to send people to the woman of God. And when the woman of God sent message back, he did everything that God told her to do and him to do. She was able to open the word of God, May God grant us understanding as we honor His word. Amen. He says, here, so I also will choose harsh treatment for them, and we bring on them what they dread. For when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, no one listened. May you listen tonight in Jesus' name. They did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. You will not choose what displeases What displeases God is when you handle the word of God carelessly. When you are not serious, when the word of God is saying this, then you are trying to adjust it to suit your lifestyle. Ah, is it not God? God is not as difficult as that. No, the same God that loves is a jealous God. So it must be that in heart. Hear the word of the Lord. You who tremble at His word, Amen. Who are those who tremble at the word of God? They are the people that obey the word of obey the Lord all the time. People that follow His precept, everything word for word. They want to follow it. The man of God will come and teach us. We are not only carrying the goodies in the word of God. When the word of God puts you this way, you must follow it to the, to, 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 to the end. Underline all this, because you have been hearing the word of God. here. are those who dread at my word. Say, you who tremble at his word. I want you to go and see how many those who tremble at this word here. In the next contribution, you must contribute it. Your own people who hate you and exclude you because of my name have said, let the Lord be glorified. What God is saying here, you know some people envy envy people because they know they, they love the word of God. Some people envy. Are you the only one in church? Are you the only one that wants to be giving testimony? But God, those people where you start to Envy people that are doing right things, that love the word of God, bringing the word of God to the limelight for people to know. You get it? Where you do, God hates such people. You become God's enemy. Paradreter you don't know. Like we have all this. me I'm happy for them. Praise the Lord. I even want to speak like them. Praise the Lord. I'm happy. I don't call it well. Now pray me I have to go for classes. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm telling you, it should move you. You must be happy when you see people doing good things. People contributing to see the new one. You will so carry my You will mess it up now. Ah, may the Lord help you. God said He hates those people. You become God's own enemy. People that are teaching the word of God, that are ready to contribute the word of God, you are hating them. Because of that, I'm like, okay, pastor, preach this Sunday. I she's the only one in the church now. You see, ah, i like my pastor's favorite. You be, envy takes you over. You become God's own enemy. Amen. Amen. Mm. May the Lord help us so I can hear what God is saying tonight. Amen. He says, When I spoke, no one listened. They did evil in my sight and chose what pleases, displeases me. May we not choose what displeases God. Hear the word of the Lord. You will tremble at his word and these people would love to obey his word all the time your own people who hate you and exclude you because of my name have said let the Lord be glorified so they are taunting people now but I tell you the more they are saying that God, should be, God will be more glorified in your lives that we may see your joy yet they will be put to shame Hear that opera, opera from the city. Hear that noise from the temple. It is the sound of the Lord Repay His enemies as they deserve. May we will not be God's own enemies, because payday will come. Sadly, when you envy people that are running the race, <laughs> we will not become God's own enemy. I've seen people that envy people that are running the race, and what happened to them? They are destroyed. They are destroyed. Even for a generation to come, they are destroyed. May we not be God's enemies. God will quickly respond on behalf of the faithful. Have you been faithful? Keep it up. God will quickly respond. And that is what he's trying to say. He said, People that love my word, you hate them. People that are contributing to the work of ministry, you hate them. He said, You become my enemy. You make just of them. You become my enemy. Say it is the sound of the Lord. Repent his enemy. All they deserve. Before she goes into labor, I'll be showing you in the table now. Because this is Christ's tabernacle's uh, scripture. And I mentioned it because we did this last week in New Cross. So, Stajimoke gave birth uh, to a bouncing baby girl. As we are trying to come into the service, she tests me and I said, They are going to play. It you can see the girl there. Immediately she gave birth. He said, I, I've been praying this as I said, six or 7. Before she goes into labor, she gives birth. She said, That is what happened to me because I caught it. When you love God's word, you don't, when this mentioned like this, what happened to you? You will catch it and begin to. I was telling you, I said, This is our. Scripture. Christ said about that. Our Apostle prayed in scripture. Look at how God is lightning. All these things talking. Hey, but women. Because women love God. Amen. Before you go into labor, for adventure, you have problem. It's putting it so, Women knows what it is to go into labor. You say you'll be like the Hebrew women. Amen. Your baby comes so quickly. So what are the hardship in your life? Before you start this hardship, God has come because you love God. People are being in the hardship, they continue to be in that hardship because they are jealous, they are not faithful. So it's lacking into it a woman in labor. And I can see God's quick response to the faithful. Once you are faithful, you are going through tough time, don't worry. You will laugh. Because labor here can mean a lot of things. You want to get something, you can't get it. You have been praying to pray, it cannot happen. You see, things are not happening for you, but because you are faithful, to so the faithful, God said he will be faithful. So while you are in labor, which is a time of hardship, God takes care of it. So before the pains come upon her, she delivers a son. And that is what happened to uh, Stardew, okay. He said, as I was saying that. When mommy spoke about it, I caught the revelation. We had a meeting uh, on Saturday for someone's uh, 30, 30 years of, uh, of marriage. And someone came to speak about them, one of their sons that he raised. He spoke quite well. He spoke He spoke beautifully. And he said, "Look, at that time, I think that these people are not talking sense, but everything that they say, I always look, grab the word. It's because of the love of God in him that he was able to grab the word. Today he's in Los Angeles. He's doing well. He's no more with them. He used to live with them when they were in canoe. Serve under them." So it was used to say, for this journey of 30 years, I'm part of the people that follow your, your ways, that follow the way of God that you are, you are teaching us, and it's well with me today. Let me encourage you to be faithful. God will be faithful. Amen. Say, hear the word of the Lord. You who tremble at his word, your own people who hate you and exclude you because of my name, have said... So, when you love the Lord and people hate you, they, they just say, I want this too much. I want No, 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 no. They become God's own enemy. You better make sure when somebody is a lover of God, follow them to love God. Don't hate them. And that's what I'm repeating and repeating to you. Because God is going to repay. He said, verse 6, He said, hear that opera from the city, hear that noise from the temple. It is the sound of the Lord. The pain is enemies, all they deserve. God's own payday will always come. Will you not be among the un- unfaithful that will be paid? Who becomes God's own enemy? Before she goes into labor, in your hardship, God will respond. Before the pain comes upon her, she delivers a son. Who has ever heard of such things? Who has ever seen things like this? Can a country be born in a day? You answer me. Can a country be born in a day? So you know where God is going. We want to be a millionaire. Can a millionaire be made in a day? Some people are making it. They are hardworking. They are doing the will of God. And you are starting there. You are not moving forward. Then you begin to envy people. Where that, where they, was this church. This Christ said, start, and we are in cathedral like this. We went through journeys. Our story became the story of Psalm 105. When we are but a few in number, we went through wilderness. We went through, even we lost a lot of members on the roadside. Some will come and reunite again and find us. Some left for their own wayward reasons. But they are coming back. Amen. But today, for the faithful, God starts to fight all the enemies of the faithful. He said, before she goes into labor, God quick response when you are going through times and situations, as long as you are faithful. Who has ever heard of such thing? A country cannot be born in a day. Consider that seven to eight. is likening it to a mother. The mother in labor say before you give birth, so that the mother in labor will be able to explain to you. The pain is there. I know somebody in this church that went into labor. You know when you have to have your first child? You go into labor and then it's like it's going on and on and on and on and on and on. But this lady went into labor, she didn't feel no pain. That's how we are going to be in the name of Jesus. Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives birth to her children. Do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery? Once you get to that moment of birth, that is the serious one, when that baby is going through the pelvis. I can tell you all this story, and it's like, ah, just cut me, let me bring this baby out. Nobody has to go through that normal, normal form. But if you are so fearful that they start to cut and everything. May the Lord help us. Can a country be bathed in a day or a nation be brought uh, in a moment? Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives back to her children. May God make things easy for us. Amen. In Jesus' name. Say that anything you lay your hands on, you prosper. No sooner. No sooner. When you are in labor, no business that you are doing that will not prosper. That's what God is saying. He is talking to us in Proverbs. He's lying to a woman. A woman knows what it is to give back. A woman knows what it is to be business. But God is assuring you. I don't know who I, whom I am prophesying to. In that your business. Whatever you lay your hands on, you prosper. You will never struggle again in Jesus' name. Because the word of God says so. He said, No yet no sooner is Zion in labor. Then she gives birth to her children. There are many more visions to be birthed from that, was, uh, that vision that you looked at is more. There are many more visions to be birthed from. It. Do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery? God is the one that is preparing you for greater manifestation, Amen. says the Lord. Do I close up the womb when I bring to delivery? says your God. God is telling you. I'm your helper. I'm the one that will deliver that baby, that business, I'm the one that will deliver it. That thing that has been frustrating you, I'm the one that will deliver you. That thing that has made you to draw back from God, I will deliver you from it in the name of Jesus. You know, some people, by the time God blesses you now, and it seems you are now on top, you are rising fast. Then you are lacking. We we'll won't see you in church. I watch it on. Do you know the people that this television is meant for? I have all my followers that talk to me. Mommy Oma, I really thank God. But you are a member of the church. You are supposed to be here so that we can hit each other. Then you are sitting down at home because you want to make things easy. It's not, it's not meant for that. People watch us from Cambridge. They watch us from Limerick. They watch us from outside London. They watch us from everywhere. But
4: you are in London here.
0: You are not coming. May the Lord help us. God doesn't wish to watch the people anymore. He will be blessing you. He will be blessing you. Maybe because of your little faithfulness. That's why He's doing it. Because God sees the heart. For you that is arrogant in your heart and you are doing it because of one reason or the other, I can't be bothered. Then such people will be repaid. God is now speaking that yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives birth to her children. God is making things easy for us. In batting anything, we give that to children. Children can be that little business that you are doing. God will expose it. Look at today. A lot of people are not doing only their job. They have other areas of business that they are acquiring and acquiring. And. It's the wisdom of God that has done that. The more faithful you are, the more God opened up for you. Amen. you, bat, you you're pregnant of that vision. It will make you to bath it. Amen. So do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery, says the Lord? Do I close up the womb? When I bring to delivery, it says your God. When God brings to delivery, once you start to see the baby's head, He's trying to make that thing to be how many centimeters? I forgot, is it 10? ten? Yeah. From two centimeters, you say, no, you have to push. Because God, the Holy Spirit, everybody is there, three in one God, He's helping you to do. It. So when you have a vision to back that vision and multiply. And get more than what you... God is there, helping you to push. You know, sometimes it's very painful to start business. We were some, some, somewhere on... A, was it Sunday? Yeah. We were going to try to look at a place, you know, like... An organization, because we wanted to hire some things and everything. When we got there, the lady on the counter said that... I'm the only one here. I don't think I can take you around or anything. You know, your wife will say, Ogota, 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 some of you that are working is like, he told us nobody to help because she's not the owner of the business. She's supposed to do that business as our business. But she told us nobody around. But as he was talking, by the grace of God, God just brought those people that are helper of destiny. They just came and they were looking at us. And one of us just said, ah, we are trying to look to book somewhere here. He said, no, no, no. Come on, where is the key? People that are helping other people's destiny. And they got the key. They took us all around. Somebody said, nobody around to help. Because it's not our business. If it's our business, she will know that she needs money. You know, to run that organization. But she would have let us go. And today they have the business. Because it's not our business. The way you take other people's vision. If you make it work, then your vision will work. But if you don't make other people's vision to work, then your vision cannot work. See what is happening to some people? Is it not church that they are running? I can, I can. When they make you to lead two or three prayer, you think that is church. Therefore, you know you want to go and start your own church. If you not work, even when it he works, you just be working, they will be going to other churches. But those that God has called, because they have Satisfy other people's vision; they've just been multiplying. That's why you see some people get frustrated in ministry, and say some people are hanging. You God doesn't create ministry for you to go and hang yourself. You must make sure that you encourage other people in their vision. It's all God's vision, but when you encourage uh, other people's vision, then your vision will be uh, will be will be done well for you. But God is encouraging here that look. I'm not the God. I'm the God that starts a small business and make it big. I'm God that sees you in pain and relieved you from the pain. I'm God that says you carry a burden and I make sure that I'm making your yoke easy and making your burden to be light. So it is the God, as long as you love my word, as long as you tremble before my word and you do everything that is in my word, then all things will move well for you. He said, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, Jerusalem here is now seen as individual. This is the city of God. Amen. Amen. So, all you who love Jerusalem, it's talking to a nation. Lord, is Brexit or no Brexit? Let's continue to pray that the will of God manifests. Amen. Not start to tear it down. Eh, it was. Uh, How can a woman be teaching her? No, 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 don't run commentaries. Try and pray along. In the midst of argument or anything, pray. Say, rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice greatly with her. All you who mourn over her. That is, we must stand in gap with people that are hurting. We must stand in gap with people that are going through times and situations. For you will nurse and be satisfied at your comforting breast. That even if you stand in gap with people that are, that are hurting, then you see great results. God will touch you your own life too in a different way. So you will drink deeply and delight in an overflowing abundance. You use your mouth to run country down, run it down, run it down, run it down. Use your mouth to run people's business down. Use your mouth to be doing wrong, wrong things. When that business prosper, you will not be beneficiary. Said so you will drink deeply. When you are, somebody is starting gap with people, say, God, will answer your own prayers too. And when that person is enjoying overflowing abundance, then you enjoy too. For this is what the Lord says. This is another prophecy that we must take seriously. Because God is not a man that he should lie on the Son of Man that he will change his mind. Anything that God says concerning us will come to pass. Amen. God does not change. So let's listen at this prophecy in that verse twelve. Say, so for this is what the Lord says I will extend peace to her like a river, and the wealth of nations like a flooding stream. Whatever God says will come to pass. As long as you stand in gap and you're encouraging other people's vision, you're helping other people to make destiny, <laughs> God will extend His peace to you. Amen. When you don't have peace, there is no way you can move forward. When you don't have peace, you have peace. But when you have peace, when you're happy, the Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice. Be happy with those who are happy. But you, you come against it. When people are happy, you are not. What is making them happy where people are rejoicing are not rejoicing you know peace will not come your way but when you, when you stand in gap with people God said he will extend his peace to sod people like a river and wealth of nations like flooding streams you will nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees as a mother comforts her child so will I comfort you Amen. Amen. I love that. And you will be comforted over Jerusalem. Hallelujah. That's how you become be comforted. God's word says that he has you right in his palm. He says you neither sleep nor slumber because of you. So when God said that, does, does that mean that God is telling lies? God is not telling lies. He's telling you what he will do. But if you hate people that God loves, it will not come to pass. These are the idols that we now put on ourselves. So when he said, when we hate people that he loves, he said, he will not love you. Things will not happen in your life. When you see this, your heart will rejoice and you will flourish like grass. And the hand of the Lord will be made known to his servants. But his fury will be shown to his foes. We will not be God's enemies in Jesus' name. Amen. He says, see, the Lord is coming with fire. What will he do with fire with his enemies? He burned them to ashes. For with fire and with his sword, what happens with his sword? The people are killed. The Lord will execute judgment on all people. And many will be those slain by the Lord. May we not be slain. Why will God slay or punish people? It's only people that do evil. And I, because of what they have planned, no, no, he said, they will meet their ends together with the one they follow, declares the Lord. They will not follow Satan. He said, I have said before you, life and death. He said, my wish for you is to choose life. May we choose life in Jesus' name. Said, I will set a sign among them and I will send some of those who survive to the nations to Tabish, to the Libyans and Lydians, famous as archers, to Tubal and Greece, and to the distant islands that have not heard of my faith or seen my glory. God is still sending. Say to your neighbour, God is sending. God is, still sending. God is still sending. Are you ready to go? Ready to go? Because then we should go into all the world. And make disciples. Matthew twenty eight. Only the faithful that will send. It's not people that just want to go on evangelism, no. People that just want to go so that they can say that it's one of the evangelists in the church. They stop evangelists and when they don't call evangelists, then there is a problem. I go out every Saturday, and how come they are not ordaining me? That's not what we are talking about. God is still sending His people, sending the faithful. Guess what He said about the faithful? Hallelujah! God is still sending missionaries to the whole world. May I go for the Lord? God said, Who shall I send? That's Isaiah chapter six. You can see all these things that God was saying. He said, Here I am, send me. God is looking for people that is going to send. They we go for the Lord. He said, they will proclaim my glory among the nations. God wants to send us so that we go and reflect Him. How do you proclaim His glory among the nations? Nations stand for people. Amen. So how do we proclaim His glory among the peoples, among the... By reflecting Him in our character, in the way we look, in the way we talk, in the way we do things. We can reflect Him on a regular basis. May the Spirit of God come upon us so that we can reflect His glory. And by doing that, ah, that that person go to church? Ah, I don't think he... Uh, when people start to talk about you like that, eh, are you sure he goes to church? Ah, this one, if he's in church, I will not go to church. Are you driving people from following Jesus? Or you are reflecting His glory? And His glory is at, attracting people more to come to the kingdom. He said we must... Uh, Go, he mentioned some of the nations that we go. that are not going to only be in London here. We go to all these nations, Greece, not only for holidays. You go there to go and preach to the people. You God grant us boldness to do that. Amen. And to the distant islands. Not being self-centered. The other day, one of the islands and everything. Just I will my holiday. No, 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 no. We must make sure that where we are going on holidays, we must carry Jesus with us. Amen. That's why said sending us there. That's why it's provided for you to go on holidays. Not only for you to go and do sauna or to go and bath cold bar, Turkish bath. And go, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to be in Dubai. Not to go and ride those vehicles only. But to go and reflect Jesus. Do you know that you don't even need to preach? Something just happen. You might be uh, in the gym. The other day I was there, somebody was coming to talk to me. Then we were talking, and we were talking. By the time we know it, it now went somewhere. Then I followed with the word of God. I said, you know, the Bible, because I'm a Christian. I'm trying to, you understand what I'm saying? Because he was looking at me, and he's like, oh. When I I told him, oh, he said, you are like my mom's age. Then from there, I said, God has given me talk now. So what makes me? as your moms, you know, to still look like this. I say, God. Then I start, look up for, not that you carry Bible and be, choo, 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 choo. no, people, there's something they talk will come. Businesses will come that you are talking to business people. They will look at you, and it's like, oh, do you know about this business? You are not only crying that business out, but you are talking business, at the same time reflecting God. They will see something. Because when you pray the money, Lord, let me reflect your glory. Lord, as I'm going at this point, let me reflect your glory. People will come. Some will even tell you, ah, somebody came to preach to me. Do you know about this Jesus? Opportunity. But when you read the word of God, then you'll be able to talk about that Jesus. If you don't read the word of God, the word of God is not genuine in your heart. You don't know much about the word of God. There's no way you ah, hey, people talk about this Jesus too. You will be shying away from it. You won't be able to tell that person. Ah, you know, there's a church around the corner too that, you know, we do Bible study. It's an opportunity that God has given to you. Or look at somewhere, because it's not to have to come to your church, because if they live far away, you can even help them. And that is what this internet is meant for. And help to do for a church, Bible-believing church. Or your place of work. Oh, you know, sometimes I went to these crazy people, crazy church. You know, they're crazy singing hymns. They call it crazy, isn't it? So you can look for a crazy singing hymn church that they can go that is around their neighborhood. Because we tell you, yours is too far. But you must do the own work so that you can lead them to Christ. That is what we are for. And the Lord will help us. said they will proclaim my glory among the nations. May we proclaim his glory among the nations. And they will bring all your people from all the nations to my holy mountain in Jerusalem. God wants us to bring more people to church as an offering for the Lord. Talk more about it. Not talk about them coming to the church. Talk more about discipling them. So they come as an offering to the Lord. They will come on horses, in chariots, and wagons, and on mules, and camels. Get who these people that God say You are not only going to bring four poor people to the church. We are going to bring people that are rich. Amen. Amen. In those days, so are the people that go in camel. All those people that have Lamborghini Couture, we are going to bring them to church. Amen. So that they can bring their offering to church. They will come in wagons, on mules, and on camels. Camel riders those days. They are the rich people. Ah, our well church is youth church. No, we are not only bringing youth. There is no way we can build cathedral. Our church is, as you are bringing youths, you are bringing educated people, you are bringing more learned people, you are bringing people that have profession, professionally inclined people are coming, rich people are coming, then to build the church of God, physically and spiritually, we able to build it. You are bringing people that have heads. People that say, okay, somebody, uh, you need to get, get a vision to university. You are intelligent, and you have lecturer here. They will walk you to the university, it's not by bribe, but by the grace of God upon your life. You will be one of the people you walk in in the city, because people that are gone ahead of us, they are doing the work. Says the Lord, it's God that said it. God didn't say you yeah, are yeah, you should be only youth pastor. Am I? Yeah, God sent me to the youth. <coughs> So during the time of Jesus on earth, a lot of people came to Jesus. Part of these people are people that, are, that have good work, the task collectors, let us, everybody, every one of them. When John was ministering in the book of John, uh, I think chapter 3, he began to mention teachers who came to Jesus. He mentioned all the people that came to Jesus. And he began to talk to them, reflecting God. And the same God has said we should go. He says, as an offering to the Lord. On horses, in chariots, and wagons, and on mules and camels, you must underline it. Rich people comes to church too. No, uh, Jesus died for the poor in heart, poor in spirit. No, 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 no. Rich people are in church. They will bring them as the Israelites bring their grain offering to the temple of the Lord in ceremonial clean vessels. And I will select some of them also to be priests and Levites, says the Lord. If you have not come to church, if you have not been functioning in church, you have been coming to study the Bible, you know the Bible, there is no way we can ordain you. It is when you take the word of God serious, then when you are coming to church, then be selected as priests. You will be selected as who? As Levites says lord god is in need of more people we have the harvest is plenty but laborers are few god is in need of more laborers let's go and bring them your professional colleagues god wants to use them in church i can't bring them to this church because we uh, we spend too much time is it your business you become god's own, uh, own enemy we won't go, we go late uh, we come late we can, is that your business we are supposed to be people that are standing in God. We are not supposed to be, according to that, uh, verse uh, 10 and 11. We are not supposed to be complainers. You, you, you complain and you will make young, young Christians that are just coming to church. Hey, me, I watch it at home, you know. Because before I get home, then you are discouraging other people. They didn't send you to go and discourage. They sent you to go and encourage people. That is where we can make you priests. That's where the nation comes. They can see you as one of the people that are serious. that cannot because you want to lead prayer. Then they're making you priest. No, no, no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the serious one that will reflect God on a regular basis. As the new heaven and the new earth that I make will endure before me, declares the Lord. So will your name and descendants endure. From one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow down before me. Thank God for worshippers. Talk of new moon. Talk about observing the Sabbath. The new moon, the church, everything, all the activities you have Holy Ghost. You are Holy Ghost convention, you are there. You have women's conference, ah, no, 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 it's not for me. You are picking and choosing. All the activities that goes in church, you are there. And from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow down before me, says the Lord. They didn't say watch over the television, thank God for the media. You have to come here. That's a lot of us, a lot of us are raising our children. Our children too say, ah, it's cold, I can't go. Because mommy doesn't go when it's cold. We must get, we must fellowship. That's what I'm trying to tell us here. And we we'll we go out and look and look on the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. The worms that eat them will not die. <laughs> the fire that burns them will not be quenched, and they will be loathsome or loathsome to all mankind. It that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. You continue to come against God's work. Instead of going to invite all these people that God has told us to invite, you start to imagine in your heart there are these people, they won't come. This is our church they the waistline, they won't come. Instead of you to stand in God, we pray, Lord, help to coordinate our time as you are praying. You understand what I'm saying? And things are happening, then you'll be happy. But instead of that, you become a rebel. We will not be a rebel in Jesus' name. Because the time is coming, like he said, that there will be such people that rebel. They will burn in fire that they will not die. <laughs> they will be seated in heaven, far above principalities and above powers. Verse 18. There's something that that verse says here, because i mark it. I say, and I, because of what they have planned and done, I'm about to come and gather the people of all nations and languages and they will come and see my glory. The people that God is referring to here, are the, 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 these are the people that will go out to bring missionaries that will come and bring more people to the kingdom. And he started mentioning the people that they will bring to the kingdom, you bring those ones that are on wagons, on mules, on camels, the rich people. Those people that are on horses. Those people that are on chariots. The, 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 the people that are influenced that that. The captains in the army. These are the people that, are in the, that ride chariots. People that who don't know who in town. Those are the ones that ride chariots. These are go and bring just anybody. No. God specifically said that. When you bring these people with their money, the gospel will be taken all over the world. Amen. And the little one that we have, you can be among these people if you are the type that use your money for the things of the kingdom may the lord help us in all these things that we have spoken about and that takes us to the end of uh, of uh, 20 may we not be partaker of people that burn in fire that will not quench because when our attitudes are so bad then this is what will happen. Remember that God says heaven is his throne. Anyone that wants to stay with him in heaven must reflect him, must love his word. Amen? Amen. Must be someone that respects the word of God, that doesn't take the word of God carelessly. If you want to be particular, if you want of be with him in the heavenly places, far above principalities, you can be in the world and still sit with him in heavenly places. You can be in the world and still allow God to be in your heart and rule your life. You can still live in this world, but God is the main man, the one that presses the button of your life. May He be the one that presses the button of our lives in the name of Jesus. I rest my case here tonight. And if I were you, since you have read the book of Isaiah, I want to be among the faithful. God is interested in the faithful. Who are the faithful? Who can tell me who the faithful are? The faithful, yes. Who are the faithful? Could you give me word for word? Pastor Debbie is getting there. Who are the faithful? Show me the verse in the scripture. What verse is that? As I'm talking, I asked you to mark. You didn't mark. Verse 5 talks about that. He had the word of the Lord. You who tremble at his word. Verse 2 says that. I want you to write it down. What verse again? yes you have mentioned five when you get home go and look at it and come and tell me so the faithful the faithful people that reflect him on a regular basis the missionaries these are the faithful you can read uh, you can look at that That is verse 19. I will set a sign among them. And I will send some of those who survive to the nations. Look at what he said they will do. He said, they will uh, proclaim my glory among the nations. Those are the faithful. Verse 19. You must remember all these things. So that when you come back to this, I want to be the faithful. When you know it in your heart that you want to be the, among the faithful, then you know all these verses. You know the verses that talk about the faithful. Then you'll be able to tell the Lord. The faithful, people that come from one new moon to the other, they are the faithful. People that observe the Sabbath. People that don't stay at home on a Sunday and say that they uh, my baby, my husband, my children. Those are the faithful. We want to be in church. Amen. Because when your children know that you don't go to church on Sunday, they will live to be like that. And when you're telling them to go to church, they don't go anywhere, so they tell you can't go to church. Like this Bible study. If you are the one that locked your children at home, and you come to Bible study, when they not get to your age, they'll be locking themselves at home. Mommy doesn't take us. It becomes your, your own uh, problem. May God help us. In Jesus' name, I rest my case it will be the faithful in Jesus name let's put our hands together for the Lord (laughs) amen and amen who can tell me when next we meet what are we going to do everybody should look from chapter 1 to 66 and pick something you know out of what God has really blessed you what, what, was to, what you want to remain with you for life? How you want to live your life according to what the Word of God is talking about? How you don't want to be among those that are obstinate? How you don't want to be among those that have allowed pride and idols to rule their lives? You want to pick it. What are the Word of God that actually spoke to you? Because in one of the verses he's saying that, Look, my hands are not too short. The same God that is telling us about problems here, he said, you will, "You will give that with ease. You bat any vision with ease. But when you have to struggle, and that as I is it that talks about that his hands are not too short." He says, "If the cause of your sin, he says surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ears too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sin." Have hidden his fa- uh, your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. May that not be your portion. Amen. So when you know words like this, you must always remember them. It talks about the Spirit of God that will lead you, the Spirit of wisdom, knowledge and understanding, the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. That is what can make you faithful. Look, look at the whole book of Isaiah. And look at our behavior as well. Because it talks about behavior. Our behavior is likened to poisonous snakes. I wonder how many of us know that because you must write. I write around my Bible, amen. So that when I'm going through, I will go through my notes because as I'm making reference in my notes, I got five to six. It said they hatch the eggs of vipers and spin a spider web. Whoever eat their egg, we what? Die. Because when you, when you let them influence you in the wrong way, you die. That has been going on for the Lord. And then you are eating the eggs of people that their heart is poisonous. People that talk evil about people say you die. Because their eggs are like poisonous snakes. He call them the wicked. And as I listed them in that book of Isaiah 59, what makes somebody to be a wicked person? The Lord will help us. Even going back. Now how many nations were destroyed? Because of sin. God can destroy anybody because of sin. We will not be under the line or the wrath of the Lord. In Jesus name. Was crying in that chapter 1. When I had that revelation of that chapter 1. I glorified the name of the Lord. Yeah, I will never forget it. Because the first time I understand that scripture. Was when I saw people going to rebellion. Then I went to read that scripture since I've never heard it before. He said, "I raised children, and they rebelled against me." He said, "Boil will come from their head to their toe." Still not happening today. Mm-hmm. So when you know that kind of a thing, then you fear God. Then you don't want to do anything that will make you to cross God's line, so that God will not be will not destroy you. When you see such a thing, you will, not, you will not do evil to people. We want to do good to people. Let this Bible study let it bring us to a better understanding, and then we can live a godly life. Living a godly life, we pro- prolong our lives. Said, so with long life, we satisfy us, and we show us salvation. When God prolongs our life, then he will help us to be reflecting His glory, so that we can bring more people to the kingdom. That is all what the Book of Isaiah is all about. But if we continue to sin, then He will destroy us will not be destroyed. In Jesus' name, I said. when next we meet, I want everybody to write their notes. Do you hear what I'm saying again? Go through as I want, because since you have read it now, it's easy to go through it. It's only those of you that did not note. When you are reading the Word of God, you note it. Note it in your notebook. Note it a little bit, because you see my Bible is like, even I can't read what i have written sometimes. May the Lord help me. But it helps me to, to do my revision. That is what helps me so if you if you like that style you can write you know asterisk. and when you are reading back you know you'll be able to know what are the things that God said you should do what are the things that he said you should not do you understand is it the vision that Isaiah saw he said I see the Lord saw the Lord in the temple a lot of us come we sing hallelujah sing everything here our eyes are not open our leader will just come and say, this is what God is saying. Because he's seen the Lord. He want to get to that stage. You can't read about Isaiah that saw the Lord and he saw the throne. He saw God and throne in the temple. He saw the train that is filled. The smoke of God filling the temple. He was able to tap into the grace. Well, that's the best time to tap into the grace. Because God doesn't come like that without doing something special. When God comes like that, He blesses everybody. He gives everybody gifts. He That's why sometimes we leave church, you see that your life is different. You can't, when people are messing around, around you You can't mess around. Because there is a, the touch of God, the hand of God touches you. Like that woman with the issue of blood. We are not only touching Jesus for the miracle that we can see. There are some miracle that we cannot see. The things that eyes have not seen. We can't touch God like that. Then you begin to see yourself prophesy. You can trust God like that. And one of the gifts of the Spirit comes upon you. You can touch God like that. And you begin to see the the, 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 the fruits of the Spirit according to Ephesians. Start to call 522. Long-suffering. You are the type that, you know, before somebody, you don't even have, you know. You humble yourself. The grace of God comes upon you like never before. They say, ah, ah, this girl is changed. This one is changed. Let people see the changes as we study the word of God. I will change for good in Jesus' name. I don't know about you, you know, I prophesy to my life. Those little foxes that want to kill my life, I will change for good. Because everybody has little foxes. If you are not very careful, you don't bring it before God. If be see other people's one, then you will not see yourself. May God open our eyes so that we can see ourselves. Reveal to us in our dreams so that we can see ourselves. Because we want to make heaven at all costs. How will you feel? When we get to heaven, Pastor David is there. I'm not going to use anybody as an example, a bad example. Then we says, Oh, it's not there. Are you listening to me? Then I say, God, I did all this. May we all make heaven in Jesus' name? So that we not we 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 be partaker of great things. Like we can go on and on. Ah, the time is gone. Let's just come together quickly and pray. I want us to thank God for helping us to finish this book of uh, Isaiah, and pray that more revelation in our sleep as we go back to the book of Isaiah. In Jesus' name.